is vir my lekker om vir allemaal welkom te sê in die kerk vanmorgen. Welcome everybody. You are so welcome also everybody listening in to our recording this morning. Wherever you are, may God bless you. We went through our announcements. You saw that on our screen as well. So I just want to remind everybody that that uh, our Grief Share program will continue after Easter. That would be on the 11th of uh, April. So we just suspend it now and then we, we will carry on after that. So ons Grief Share program, wil ons net sê, sal eerst dan nou die 11e um, April weer voort, voortgesit word. So baie welkom, ons is vandag by die vijfde sondag in leidingstijd. So ons het nou al begin om ons kersies so dood te blaas en vandag blaas ons die vijfde ene dood. Why do we blow out the candles? Because this is a symbolic route that you and I take, that we follow Jesus on his way to the cross. And we say it it becomes darker for him to give us the light. That's a beautiful symbolism. So he takes up uh, by choice, and that's why through this Lenten weeks we follow him. So I want to bless everybody this morning. May I bless you in the name of our beautiful God and Savior, Jesus Christ is his name. And his loving kindness and goodness and grace will always be with you and me. Die drie enige God sien in jou vandag in die naam van God die Vader wat vir jou lief is, Jesus wat alles vir jou gegeet en die Heilige Gees wat nou by jou is en jou vertroos en vir jou bystaan. Amen. So as I said, we are following Jesus on his route to the cross so that we can celebrate Good, uh, celebrate good Friday, but also Easter Sunday, that he conquered death. But while we do that, Lenten time and also this week, the fifth week of Lent, is a time for preparation. A time, a penitential time, a time when we come and we have an uh, uh, attitude to examine our lives. We examine where we are, we gain perspective of what we should leave behind, what we should take up. And also this morning, we, we are going to consider the words of Jesus that he says, the kernel of grain must die, must die in the ground so that the benefit of it can grow and the purpose is of growth. So vandag, volg ons hierdie Heere, ook in hierdie leidingssondag. En vir hierdie doel wil ek graag vir Anushka vraag. Anushka, so jij voor ons alsjeblieft die vijfde kers uitblaas. Dank je, mijn kind. 
baie dankie. So volg ons nou vir Jesus tot by die kruis, daar is nog twee geleentere oor, en dan vier ons sy opstanding en sy lewe. So, while we contemplate on our lives, we do it all, also this morning. We listen while Andre sings to us, in Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. In, in Jesus alleen, op hom kan ons vertrouw. Hy is ons hoop, ons lied, en ons kracht. Dit is die kracht waarop ons staan. 
de trin, tot bei di dut, vei sei di pach wat ons moet gaan. Geen duivels plan of arts bestaan, kan ons ooit ruk van uit sy hand. Hy sal weer kom, sy bruid kom haal, tot hy weer kom sal ons Skriflesing van morgen is uit Johannes hoofstuk 12 vanaf vers 20 tot 33. From the Gospel of John we read this morning, John chapter 12, verse 20 to 33. But before we read God's word this morning, let us open our hearts and minds to His Holy Spirit to receive His word. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, with humble and open hearts we have gathered here this morning. We want to connect with you in new ways as we also follow you during this Lenten time. And we open our lives for you for correction, for guidance, for change for transformation, but above all for hope. This is the reason we came to church this morning, God. Because we want to be transformed, because we realize we cannot make it on our own. We cannot guide our own lives. We can only receive the real life, the light, the answers from you. Therefore, we thank you for your word and we are open to receive it. As u kinders in nederigheid en openheid voor u, kom ons vanmorgen, Heere. En ons verwacht dat u weer met ons sal praat soos wat u altyd doen en dat ons in hierdie tyd wat ons die leidingsweg volg en dat ons gelukkig die einde van die story ken, Heere, dat ons weet, u het opgestaan en u lewe en u gee vir ons lewe. Daarom lees ons ook u woord met hierdie gesintheid. Ons erken ruiterlik en openlik voor u vanmorgen. Ons kan nie sonder u nie. Ons het u nodig, Heere. Soms is ons vastgeloop en ons weet nie wat ek kan doen. Maar dankie dat u woord vir ons die licht is. Die waarheid en die lewe. Amen. Daar was een aantal Grieke onder die mense wat gekom het om op die feest te aanbid. Dit was nou die paasfeest. 
Hulle het toe vir Philippus, hulle het toe na Philippus toe gegaan, wat van Bethsaida in Galilea was, en omgevra, Meneer, ons wil Jesus sien. Philippus het toe vir Andreas gaan vertel, en toe gaan sê Andreas vir Philippus, en hy sê dit toe weer vir Jesus. Maar Jesus antwoord hulle, Die uur het gekom dat die Seun van die mens verheerlik moet word. Amen. Amen. Ek sê vir julle, as 'n koringkorrel nie in die grond val en sterf nie, bly dit net een enkele korrel. Maar as dit sterf, dra dit baie vrug. Wie sy lewe lief het verloor dit, maar wie sy lewe in hierdie wereld gering ach, sal dit vir ewe, sal dit vir die ewige lewe behou. As iemand my wil dien, laat hy my volg, en waar ek is, daar sal my dienstnig ook wees. As iemand my dien, sal die vader om eer. Nou is my siel ontsteld. Wat sal ek sê? Vader, red my uit hierdie eer, maar ek het toch juist met die oog op hierdie eer gekom. Vader, verheerlik die naam. Daar het toe een stem uit die hemel gekom. Ek het het verheerlik en ek sal dit weer verheerlik en die skare wat daar gestaan het, en dit gehoor het, het gesê, dat daar een donderslag was, ander het gesê, een engel het met hom gepraat, Jesus het geantwoord, hierdie stem het nie terwille van my gekom nie, maar terwille van julle, nou het die oordeel van hierdie wereld aangebreek, nou sal die Heerser van hierdie wereld uitgedraai word, en as ek van die aarde af verhoog word, sal ek amal na my toe trek. Dit het hy gesê, om aan te dui, wat er soor dood, hy sou sterf. Some Greeks, who had come to Jerusalem for the Passover celebration, paid a visit to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, they said, Sir, we want to meet Jesus. Philip told Andrew about it, and they went together to ask Jesus. Jesus replied, Now the time has come for the Son of Man to enter into his glory. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone, but its death will produce many new kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. Those who love their life in this world will lose it. Those who care nothing for their life in this world will keep it for eternity. Anyone who wants to serve me 
must follow me because my servants must be where I am and the Father will honor anyone who serves me. Yeah, my soul is deeply troubled. Should I pray, Father, save me from this hour? But this is the very reason I came. Father, bring glory to your name. Then a voice spoke from heaven saying, I have already brought glory to my name and I will do so again. When the crowd heard the voice, some thought it was thunder, while others declared, an angel had spoken to him. Then Jesus told them, the voice was for your benefit, not mine. The time for judging this world has come, when Satan, the ruler of this world, will be cast out, and when I am lifted up from the, the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this to indicate how he was going to die. Here ends this scripture reading this morning, and this is God's word to you and me this morning. Amen? Amen. It is actually so wonderful if we read this passage with the knowledge of John's theology. That John wants to convey to us who Jesus actually is. And he does this by telling the story in the beautiful way. And what happens here? Let's quickly just try and summarize what happens here. Greeks come to the Passover because Greeks were very um, famous for traveling all over the world. And they, was, they were also very um, inquisitive. And they always liked to, you know, to hear new philosophies or new truths that they can find. So now these Greeks come to Jerusalem and now they see all these things and they hear about this man Jesus and they thought, let's check him out. Let's speak to him. So they went to, to one of Jesus' disciples that they, they thought um, he's, uh, he's got a Greek connection. That's why they, they went to him and... Uh, because they thought if he's got a Greek background, he will introduce them to Jesus. And then Jesus answers, listen, now is my time. Now is my hour. Because he wants to convey to them that I have come to this world inclusive of everybody. So if Greeks represented ting, all the, the other nations of this world, if they come and be inquisitive about me, now is the time for me to perform while, why I came to this world. Now is my time. My time 
is my time of giving my life so that everybody can live. This is the reason. And he says, now my time of glorification has come. And one would think, going to a cross? Is that glorifying? Killing somebody? Dying on a cross? Is that part of glorifying? No, in most people's minds, that is the most terrible thing that can happen. That's not glorifying. That's actually hate. That is destructive. But John's Gospel is to turn everything around to say that Jesus says, then he said, listen, when I lay my life down, it's for glory. So, this is the reason why John conveys to us the story in this manner. Greek comes, representatives of all the nations of the world, and then Jesus realized, now is my time. I came for everybody. Inclusiveness. I didn't just come for Jews and special people. I came to the whole world to show them what real love is, what real service is, what real kindness is. And he says, that I came to glorify and my death would be bad for me, it will be terrible for me, but it is a guarantee for everybody else that God is alive and that he wants salvation for the whole world. So that is the, the context what I can say hierdie gedeelte moet verstaan. Grieke, wat die wereld verteenwoordig, wat filosofe was, wat wil uitvind, wat is die waarheid, hulle kom en hulle vraag, kan hulle hierdie Jesus ontmoet? En as, as, hy, as hulle dit doen, dan sê Jesus, nou het my tyd gekom, nou is die tyd, nou is die rechte tyd, want dit is die tyd waarin amal ingenooi word in hierdie verlossing nou verheerlik word, al sterf ek aan een kruis, ek gaan verheerlik word. Hoekom? Want ek bring verlossing vir jylle wereld. So vir die mense lijkt dit soos vernedering, maar vir is dit verhooging. Daarom sê hy, dit is sy, sy dood is een borg. And then, because Jesus was real man but also real God and in his humanity he is taking up the cross he he becomes doubtful and then he's deeply saddened and then he said should should I carry on with this should I not ask my father that this will be taken away from me? Should I not rather let this cup of hatred, of dying, of spilling blood, of death, 
Should I not ask that this be taken away from me? And then he answers himself. And he says, no. Why should I? Because this was the reason why I came. And then through, through the guidance and the, and the power that God gave him in that specific moment of his hour, as he says, he pluck up the courage and say no. The kernel of wheat die. Because if it doesn't die, multiplication won't happen. And what he means by that is the effect of salvation will not be real. So he says that, and then he also says that, please God, glorify your name through me. And then it's interesting. Just as with his baptism and with his, his uh, transfiguration on the mountain, a voice from heaven comes and God says, I have already glorified you. I have already gro gro glorified my name. So I say, Jesus, say, moet ek nie die Vader bid dat hierdie, hierdie ding by my voorbij gaan na my mensheid nie? En dan antwoord hy homself, en hy sê, nee, dis die rede hoe kom ek gekom het. Die koringkorrel moet in die grond val en hy moet sterf. Excuse us, daar iets die Jesus say, die, die koringkorrel moet in die grond val om te sterf, so dat dit effect kan hee, so dat dit kan groei. So dat die verlossing nie net vir een sekere klein groepie mense kan kom nie, maar vir een hele wereld. So dat dit meer en meer kan word. So, the kernel of wheat must die so that multiplication can happen. And then the voice from heaven affirms that and says, I am already glorified. So Jesus becomes the guarantee of God's way for salvation for this world. And then he says, the ruler of this world, and he means Satan, everything that is against God, this ruler, will be overcome. He will not have any, any influence in anybody's life anymore. My death on the cross, because he says, I will, lift, I will be lifted up, that is part of God's glorification. That is the symbolism of Jesus was lifted up onto the cross. That is the symbolism of glorification of God. To the world it looks like losing. To the world it seems like death and dying. But for God and his way for salvation in this world, it is glorification. It is lifting up. It is putting Jesus high so that he can be 
glorified. So what is, what is now the boodskap for you and for me in, in hierdie gedeelte? What, what can ons vandag met ons saamvat in hierdie boodskap? Die eerste is, dat ek en jy om Jesus te volg, sê hy, moet ons ook aan onszelf sterf. We have to be obedient in Christ and we also have to die like the kernel of wheat. This grain of wheat must die and in the same way you and I have to die in ourselves from our egos. Because if we die from our egos, multiplication happens. We become servants. We, be, we, we don't become rulers of this world. We don't want to rule and regulate and determine things. We want to serve. And this, this is the solution for the world's problems. Dienstbaarheid. Dienstbaarheid is wat Jesus vir ons in hierdie gedeelte vraag. As ons omrechtig wil volg, moet ons ook aan onszelf sterf. Het is een persoonlijke worsteling. Jesus het self daarmee geworstel. Hy het gesê, moet ek nie maar laat hierdie beker by my voorbij gaan? Moet ek nie eerder vraag, Vader, hy sê, nou is my siel ontsteld. Vader, red my van hierdie eer. And this is also our problem. We don't want to die in ourselves. The ego in us all is so strong. We want to rule and regulate. We want to be served. We, we want to control our own lives. We do not want to surrender or to service. We don't want from our human nature it is so difficult to give away ourselves. And this is the invitation through the life of Jesus and through the theology of John this morning. If you and I really want to follow Jesus on his way to the cross, we have to give away ourselves. We have to die of our own egos and we have to become servants for God in this world for each other. If you and I are very honest this morning, what is the biggest problem in this world? The biggest problem is everybody's own ego, selfishness, Everything we want to gather for ourselves, we want to have lives only for ourselves, for our own people, for, for whatever. We want to be served. We do not want to serve others. And we do that also with God. We also say, God, come and serve me. And then, that's why our prayer life becomes God, give me this, give me that, do this, do that. And 
instead of asking God, what should die in me so that I can be a service to the servant to this world? What must in my do it? This is the challenge this morning and also the invitation to you and me. What must die? What do you and I have to surrender to God this morning? What is so part of our ego that we cannot leave it behind? What is so part of our lives that we cling to, that we cannot surrender to God? What is so important, more important than being God's servant? Remember, he says it so beautiful. Unless a kernel of weed is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone. But its death will produce many kernels. Selfishness, only me, myself, I, that terrible triad of selfishness. That's the problem of this world. That's the problem of governance. That's the problem of everything in this world. And Jesus showed us the way. To him, his human self, it was difficult. He was saddened by that. Do I really have to do this, God? And then he answers himself, yes. I will give away everything to God. I will die in myself. Wat moet in jou en my lewe vandag nog sterf? Dis ook om ons hierdie leidenstijd Jesus volg. Om alles wat nie deel is van ons, moet nou afgekap word. You know that wonderful symbolism in creating a statue. If somebody have this block of granite and they start creating this artist start creating a beautiful artwork he starts chipping away so that the form comes visible and it's the same with you and me God must chip away and sometimes we are granite and it's difficult and it's painful when things are being chipped away so that the beautiful form, the beautiful you, the beautiful me must show to this world. Hy keer het ons juist toelaat om dier pijn en aflegging en oorgave te gaan so dat ek en jy kan wees dit wat Jesus vir hulle ons moet wees. Wat is die uitnodiging vir jou? Wat vraag die Heere vir jou vanmorgen? Wat moet jy in jou eie ego, jou eie leven los? What must you and I surrender, leave behind? 
what is so difficult that it becomes painful for you and me to say this morning, Lord, I realize it's painful, but I have to leave it. I have to surrender it. Let's be open so that God can show us on our spiritual, spiritual journey how we should grow in servanthood and in surrendering. In dienstbaar te wees en om oor te gee. Wat vraag God van jou en my van my? Let us pray. I give chance for silent prayer first and then I will continue with a prayer. Jesus, thank you that we can identify with you this morning. When you said, Father, is it possible that this cup can be taken away from me? And then you showed us the example that servanthood and surrendering was the reason why you came and you showed us to be glorified. We want to glorify your name also in our lives by surrendering everything to you. We want to follow you in your servanthood. We want to bow down before you so that you can strip away, chip away, everything in our egos that that is so part of us that we don't even see all our blind spots those things that need to be surrendered to you thank you that we know that in giving away plentiful harvests of new lives will come and we honor you for that. Here, thank you that you weet what nie by ons word vermoorden. Die dinge wat ons moet afle, wat u verstaan. En dank je dat u na u mensheid ook ontsteld geword het, Here, soos ons ook maak, en dat ons betek hier nie weet wat er kan toe nie, En dank je dat u met ons identificeer en dat ons met u kan identificeer. Maar dat ons gehoorzaam u wil volg in oorgave en in dienstbaarheid. Dank je voor die stem wat uit die hemel gekomen het en wat u werk Jesus bevestig het. Die stem wat gesê het, is klaverheerlik. En dank je dat ons met geloofsoor naar die kruis kan kijken en niet net dood en negativiteit daarin kan zien, niet net bloed 
en smart en pijn kan zien nie, maar dat ons daar een opstanding en verhooging en heerlijkheid kan zien. Dank je dat u ons optel. Ons gee aan u vanmorgen alles in ons leven oor. U weet alles, u verstaan alles, u ken alles. Amen. I want to invite you to come and have tea with us afterwards. We are allowed to gather a hundred people now so we can have some social uh, without tea. So kom geris, kom drink asjeblief tea na die diens. So ons slotlied is hierdie mooi lied wat ons ook in hierdie leidenstijd kan sing is om te sê laat ons sing van ons verlosse want hy kom vir ons wees hoe liefde lyk dier sy kruis dood het die Heere self sy hand na ons uitgereik dit is die mooiste mooiste lied van bevestiging wie Jesus ons verlosser is so our closing hymn is Alleluia sing to Jesus He's got the scepter, he's got the throne, he's got the triumph. He's the one that we can follow. Let us listen while Andres sing our closing hymn to us. Yeah.
van God gaan leven met die wete dat hij wat alles voor jou gegeet jou nooit zal los nie, jou altijd zal optel of jou die genade zal gee om alles vir hom te gee You are saved, you child of God God loves you in Jesus, He gave everything You will never be alone He will help you to surrender he will give you the grace to be obedient. Amen.